I'm a joyful father today. Most of my children are graduated. And at the same time, my heart is full of, I was overwhelmed with gratitude to God. The way God has changed some of the lives, most of the lives. And one pain I will be having today is this. Because my son and my daughter-in-law both are tested positive for virus. I may not be able to say goodbye to some of the people. Especially I will miss Joel is leaving on 22nd. I was cherishing for that day to hug him and cry with him emotionally. <laughs> uh, I do not know. I can't even cry now because you all will see me crying. <laughs> I will not be able to say goodbye to most of my children. Georgie is tested positive today. Soji is already third day. We've been tested, but uh, our current symptoms are negative and we do not know me, mom and Jinsi. Yeah, we though we want but we may not be able to meet anybody. But praise God. God willing one day if, if life is given we will meet if not upon the face of the earth, but upon the eternity. That's my joy. That's my joy. Okay. Congratulations to my children who become graduates. And uh, bless you all, wherever you go, carry the fire, be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Be what God wanted to be, not what you wanted to be. Be an ambassador of Christ. Don't make Christ your ambassador. Be a ambassador of Christ. Walk in any given, any, any given atmosphere or situation where you go. This is a prayer of a dad that the, de the demonic kingdom may tremble when you enter. I pray that God, you may, you may have authorities of the spirit, the spirit of God that you will be able to, to cast out demons, lay hands and the sick may be healed and preach the gospel and bring out the captives free. And be a lighthouse wherever you are. So that the, the light of the gospel with the intensity of love, compassion and grace may be shown to people. And the lost may be drawn into the only one name that, that is given for the salvation of mankind. That is nothing than Jesus. So that the eternal kingdom 
every every tribe every language speaking people everyone according to the desire of god will be there in the la- the supper and enjoy the eternal kingdom this is the heart the prayer of a dad to each one of you who is going away for a new endeavor a shift is taking place a new change is coming and i know that god will use you i know that my labor will not be in vain and god bless you god bless you dad love you you can call me before going video call or anything like and we will see you yesterday night i lost one of my spiritual daughter she f- lost to the battle of virus midnight to o'clock she passed away and uh, free from the pains free 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 from all the the pains that she was going through her saturation oxygen saturation level was very low even went up to 50 but still she was surviving but when she came to 80 she passed away she left behind a daughter and her husband the husband is also positive praise god and midnight when this message came mom asked me what happened i said this this is but i wanted to cry i just went into my washroom i started the flesh and started crying saying god how long how long this pain will continue and for some of the weeks days god was giving me some pictures in my mind and you may also remember this scripture i used to say often while i was preaching last couple of maybe a month or day two but two days before when i was talking to my mentor asher robert and other mentors pastor shelton and some other seniors they also shared something to me and i was over almost overwhelmed with that that's this is what something god is talking to me i was not able to understand and then today morning i i wait on the lord and uh, start scribbling and uh, wanted to bring a small understanding to you with a scripture i do not know if you have gone through i just want to say a new day with a new set of clothes means it's not a new one but it is washed and new breathing fresh i am able to stand before here the lord and before you and bring the word of life changing word that itself is a great miracle in my life and i do not know how do you feel the gift of life itself is a big miracle many has many have lost it 
many have lost it they wanted they wanted to leave but they could not and i i'm i'm thankful to god for giving me one more day i see today when georgie was having lunch with us he said to me dad i feel little bit of temperature and body pain so we tested so he was he was 102.7 but physically there was no symptoms and when we had lunch together he was sitting with us lunch together all on a sudden this rtpcr report came and report came he was positive suddenly the scenario changed mask came everything changed everything come i rushed to the medical store with the card bringing up the medicines for him the isolation required things for him husband and wife together in one room now both are positive and they are no doctor said they can be together so they are together and that's the time i trusted to understand how much confident my son was when dad was there i was there he he could say to me dad i'm having some fever and that is the time i also understood how much confident you and me should be because we have a loving father in heaven who never sleeps never slumbers how much more confident we need we should be because there is a father who says i will never leave you never forsake you how much more confident we should be having confidence we have should have in our heavenly father who says thousand may fall at your side 10000 at your right hand but i'll ensure that that does not come near to you how much confidence much more confidence you have to you will have when you say even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will not fear because you are there with me let me ask the children of god be bold and have bold confidence in your father he never leaves you never forsake you then i went i want to share you with a word isaiah chapter 57 verse 1 and 2 can we please read isaiah chapter 57 1 and 2 amen isaiah 57 uh, verse 1 says the righteous perish and no one takes it to heart the devout are taken away and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil those who walk uprightly enter into peace they find rest as they lie in death amen the bible says the righteous perish and no man takes it to heart merciful men are taken away and no one understands that the righteous is taken from evil that righteous are taken away i'm not talking about those who worldly people who died because of corona i'm talking about righteous men of god merciful men of god those who have impacted the kingdom of god and kingdom of heaven and kingdom of the world, kingdom of man 
this Baptist preacher said, now I understood that great preachers, great, great uh, preaching, mus music or musicians or worshippers are not uh, drawing the sinners to Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit who draws the sinners to Jesus. Most of the time we get a, a wrong idea because of my song, because of my preaching. Bible says, uh, Jesus Christ said like that. Bible says like this New Testament. This is the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit does not draw people to Christ, no one will come. It is you and me, our Josh, as Joel said. No, it is Joel said that I, I came here. I was not a Christian. It is the Holy Spirit who draw you into the Lord. So, Billy Graham, at the age of 99, he passed away. A spiritual patriarch of this era walked away. Remember doc, Dr. Maurice Serrello, a Jewish six-year-old boy had an encounter with Jesus Christ at the age of six. Became a mighty man, first Jewish preacher of Jesus Christ. And he became 88 years old. In, in last year, 20, 2020, he passed away. Remember, Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe, in his 60 years of age, he, his wife, and his whole team, in a plane crash, they left. Remember, Reinhard Bonke, a 68 years old man, he not only drawn people, he drawn nations. The entire African Revival is just because of one man. That is uh, the faithfulness of God through Renard Bonge. Re remember about uh, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, the remembered as a father of healing ministry. You know, he is uh, Oral Roberts. Then there are many, many such names. Many, many, many such names. Even in India, Dr. DJS Dinagaran. Dr. V.M. Samuel, Dr. Matthew Sherian, many, many names are there. These all were the, the righteous and merciful men took away before the pandemic and the evil came. And this is some names that I know. There may be many such servants of God in your country, in your provinces, in your churches, those who are merciful, those who are righteous, those, those, who, those who followed God, they've been lifted up, they've been called back before the evil time. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I, I, then I understood one more thing. This is something happened in Genesis 5. Before the flood. Before the flood. If you look into Genesis 5, it is about the family of Adam. It is about the family of Adam. I will tell you something. You can read, just read it. So, chapter 5, verse 5. Adam lived how many years? 930 years he lived. Verse 5. Verse 5 says, five, chapter 5, verse 5 says, Adam lived 530. 35 years. His son Seth lived how many years? Verse 8 says, Seth lived 912 years. 
then his son Enosh, verse 11 says, Enosh lived 905 years. And then says, in his son Canaan, he lived, according to verse 14, he lived 910 years. In verse 17 says, Mahalal, he lived 895 years. Verse 20 says, Jared lived 962 years. And verse 23 says, Enoch, he lived 365 years. 365 years he lived. And 27 says, Methuselah, he lived 969 years. 969 years. And then the father of Noah, Lamech, Bible says, Lamech lived, verse 31 says, Lamech lived 777 years. What I am trying to say, who was the longest lived person upon the earth? Methuselah. Methuselah. 969 years he lived. Okay? Methuselah lived more than anybody else. Okay? 969 years. But that is not what I am. I am not in the Q's program, not in a KBC program. But 969 years. But here comes after that. When all these patriarchs, all these forefathers, all these forefathers lived and be taken away, God wanted to destroy the earth. God wanted to destroy the earth. You understand? God wanted to destroy the earth. God wanted to test the land. What is God says? Verse 5 says, chapter 6, verse 5 says, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Understand that the wickedness of the man upon the earth was what? Was great. And not only their work, but even their thoughts, their intent of their thoughts was evil. And what happened? Verse 6 says, Lord was sorry that he made man on earth and I was grieved in his heart. Can you imagine the God who created heaven and earth? The God who created man? The God who provided everything for man? The God says, I grieve. I grieve. I'm sorry that I made man. That was the intent of the wickedness of man. And that what God said. Verse 7. I will destroy man. Whom I created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast. Creeping thing and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. Because of the fall of man. Because of the wickedness of man. Not only the man was judged. The beast, the creeping things, the birds, the, 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 the trees, 
the plants, the shrubs, everything is going to be judged now. God is saying, I'm going to destroy the world because I, I, I'm sorry that I made man. Why? Because man was not obeying God. Man was not obeying God's words. God, man, you remember when God created Adam, what was God doing? God used to come in the evening and he used to walk with Adam. And today we are living in the same place where God wants to walk with you and me, but we are not available to walk with him. God is looking for, he wanted, God, God wanted to walk with somebody. But when Methuselah and all these people, the patriarchs, those walked, Enoch walked with God and he was not even died. God raised him alive. Understand that. Enoch never died. Lord, God took him up. Like Elijah was taken up, took him up. God wanted to then, and that time God says, but verse it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah. We are ready to bring a judgment upon the world. There is one man found grace, the favor of God. I want to tell you, my dear children, this is something that I wanted to tell you. There is, there is something that is happening here. One man found. And what is that one man? What was that one man? Let us see. Verse 9 says, this is the genealogy of Noah. I'm not going into genealogy. What it says, Noah was a just man. Perfect in his generation. What is that? What is that? What is the other word? Noah walked with God. Are you listening to me? Noah was a just man. But Noah walked with God. Noah walked with God. It is not like that Noah just used God. Today, we Christians are using God. Rather than God is able, God is able to use us. We are using him as if like a, like a, like, like a ATM machine or something. We want, you, we, you use, uh, we use him for our needs. God, Bible says, Noah found favor. Noah found favor. Noah found favor. And what happened? Noah, God gave him instruction. I'm building up the story. Noah, God gave Noah instruction to build up an ark. This one God whom he never heard about. And God spoke to him that there's a flood going to come so you make an ark. This is something hilarious because until then there was no rains. There was no flood. Nobody wanted to believe. I wanted to tell you, when nobody wanted to believe, there is somebody stood up to believe. That was Noah. There may be possibility that when you say about Jesus, nobody wants to believe. But God will rise up somebody to believe. Let you continue doing your job. So what happened? 100 years. It took 100 years. I want to tell you, God was uh, merciful after a decision to destroy the land for 100 years. What can be happen? I think God could have given him an automatically one ark. Automatically. Divinely made by angelic forces. He could, he could have got an ark with him. But no. God gave mankind to repent for 100 years. Every day, this righteous man was preaching about God's 
vision and dreams what he had given to him but they ridiculed him they never they never wanted to listen to him it took 100 years for noah to prepare the ark and noah used to tell to the people there is a judgment coming from god there is a judgment coming from god because the very intent of your thoughts are evil and god is going to judge you so what he was telling so please help me in making this ark please join repent and turn away from your your way but you know the book of hebrew says what it says in the times like noah jesus said the times like noah people will be drinking eating and marrying the son of man will come so what happened people were rejoicing people were dancing people were drinking smoking no marrying they were not bothering about what god said and noah was preparing a ark let me tell you one thing one side god's judgment is coming and other side god is preparing an ark for his people to be saved are you getting one side there is a judgment coming the other side god is preparing an ark for his people to be saved but who responded only one person only one person only one person and that one person with his entire family because of that one person's obedience you and me are alive in this world today if noah would have not listened to god then the entire mankind would have been washed away i don't think there could have been there would have been any more mankind in this world because god understood they he was relenting on that i wanted to tell you but this judgment was coming not before the fathers were taken away not before the righteous men were taken away 1 corinthians chapter 10 13 says you will not be put beyond the temptation that you can bear he will give you strength and he will give you a way of escape god gave them a way of escape in the ark with the command that i am going to judge the nation i am going to destroy the earth but nobody 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 heard it today as a preacher i want to remind you there is a judgment going to come at the same time the other side there is a ark that is ready to save you and that ark it is that, that ark is none other than my jesus christ it is your choice to enter into jesus and be saved there is a judgment going to come i'm talking to you and people wherever you go you scatter in the face of the earth after studying and going you scatter into the face of earth you know that wherever you are will be you will be there is a judgment going to come but those who are like noah those who are in the ark they shall be saved they shall be saved if you are in christ jesus bible says you call unto me and i will do great things for you you shall be saved let me tell you one thing there is only one way there was only one thing that could have saved the people from perishing in noah's time that was to listen to noah and be in the ark there is only one name above the earth and under the heaven god has given so that mankind can be saved that is the name of jesus it is not about denomination it is not about the churches it is not about catholic pentecost charismatic seventh day no it is not about any denomination it is not about principles or doctrines it's all about jesus it's all about jesus there is only one name you can be a christian but if you are not in the ark 
you are not in jesus abiding me that i may abide in you if you are not abiding in jesus there is a judgment that is going to come i want to tell you those who are not aligned with god when the judgment will come you will be washed away you will be passing away are you very casual about the pandemic go and ask somebody who struggled for oxygen go and ask somebody who who have been there in ventilator for 20 days 25 days ask them how is pandemic you want to know the flood you go and ask somebody who was in the flood at the noah's time they will say that noah already told us but we ridiculed him because we never saw water rain or flood then the earth opened up and from the ground and from the heaven rain water came down and slowly slowly when water came we went into an escape places but at the top of the mountain when water came we understood that there is no other way but to call the name of noah so they must have cried noah help me i am your neighbor calling out i am your cousin i am your sister's husband oh help us but what they have seen you know by the time the door of the ark was closed today i want to tell you there is a judgment going to come up that time like the five virgin when the doors will be closed the people will come and say hey lord lord jesus open the door we are the servants of god we preached in your name we casted out demon in your name we heal the sick we raise the dead but there is an answer i don't know you otherwise i can say there is an answer there is a answer what is that answer that answer would be by that time the door of mercy grace and compassion will be closed and there will be a judgment waiting for you am i talking to somebody this evening do you take your christianity easy there is a judgment that going to come it's not about what you eat or what you drink or what you wear important but if today your life is called back where will you go what will you give in exchange of your soul as today morning i shared if you have everything of this world finances education everything but if you do if you lose your soul what you will give in exchange of there is a judgment children going to come there is a there is a there's a judgment that is waiting for to come don't tell that nobody told me today this preacher your dad from india is shouting and telling you there is a judgment coming but let me say also one thing there is a provision to escape from the judgment in christ jesus christ in me is the hope of glory do you have jesus christ in your heart what is that is in your heart what are you looking for good people taken away merciful men taken away noah and people got saved along with two two of birds and everything we are dear children of god please read luke chapter 17 26 to 30 luke 17 26 to 30 luke chapter 17 from 26 to 30 it says just as it was in the days of noah yes so will it be in the days of the son of man they were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all likewise just as it was in the days of lot 
They were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. So will it be on the day when the Son of Man, Son of Man is revealed. My beloved children, kingdom go, kingdom of God is not eating and drinking or all all these pleasures. You know, because some of us think like that. It is I come to I, I become a Christian. So I'm a Christian. So what is my job? Eating and drinking, marrying, having multiple girlfriends, multiple boyfriends, going party, all these things, that thing. No, 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 no. It is not the important thing. And likewise was the Noah's time and the judgment came. Likewise would be today's, this generation. Judgment will come. Judgment already come. Already come. Pleasures, careless religious activities, haughtiness, pride, what all took place in our life? Some people may say that, oh, oh, no. You know, if you ask, you know, Noah's time, people will maybe already touch the ark so that they can enter. But touching the ark may not be able to, to save them. Some of us, we see how people touch the shoes of the prophets. Some of them touch and kiss the hands of Pope. That cannot save you. Jesus Christ in me is the hope of glory. I want to ask you, who is in you today? The world or the Christ? Who is living in you? Bible says the one who is in the world is, when the world is not big, but one who is in the, in you is bigger than, greater than the world. Who is living in you? If the world is bigger, then the God is smaller for you. Pandemic happens. People are dying, but we are careless. We do not want it to be a, live as a salt of the earth and light of the world. We do not want it to be a watchtower, lighthouse where people may see the hope. The hopeless nations may see a hope in Jesus. Hopeless world need a hope. And there is only one hope that is Jesus Christ. Being a member of the church, being a member of the worship team, being a leader, being a pastor, being a bishop is not enough. You need to be in Jesus. All the ways, doors will be closed. There is only one door that is open. There is only one door that is open. That door is Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, truth and life. No one can come except me. Am I talking to you? Gifts and skills cannot save you. Churches and pastors, denominations, principles cannot save you. Today, churches are trying to make entrepreneurs. And people ask, register your name with $20. That $20, five principle of entrepreneurs will not save you when judgment of God will come. Somebody agree with me? It is not possible. Somebody will teach you five steps of prosperity. Uh, come on, somebody. Five steps of prosperity. The prosperity, Bible says, uh, prosperity comes from the Lord. Who can teach you five steps of prosperity? I'm talking to you. Book of Revelation says, if you live in Christ, you die in Christ and your good works will go to heaven. Today, people, the churches are more indulging, putting more effort to do good works. Good church is not just called up to show off good works and put something on Facebook or social media to tell our church is doing so. Church is not uh, not in the business of, uh, that is what Acts chapter 6, uh, the disciples said, uh, we should stop serving the tables, but we should, enter in, in, we should start doing 
the service of the word of God and the prayer. Who will serve the table? They selected some people. That means what? They selected Holy Spirit filled Stephen to look after the eating and drinking, providing for the widows. So nowadays, everybody is charitable. Nobody is in the business of praying. Nobody in the business of, you know, business of uh, interceding. Everybody is not called for charity. I want to tell you, when Christ is in you, all things will happen. Hallelujah. If Christ is in you, charity will happen. Pray will happen. Tithe will happen. Compassion will come. You first seek my kingdom and his righteousness. All these things shall happen. If Christ in you, you will get, I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Those going, if Christ is in you, you will get a job in the midst of unemployment in the world. In Jesus' name, I seal it by the blood of Jesus. If Christ is in you, don't worry about the pandemic. Don't worry about the unemployment. Don't worry about the bankruptcy in the world, God will make. If Isaac could sow in famine and become prosper, continue to prosper and become prosper, when Jesus in you, in, in famines also, you will prosper, you will become prosper in Jesus' name. I want somebody to have a praise time this time. Praise God for he is going to do what he is going to do in your life. I wanted to tell you, my dear children, if you look into Exodus chapter 1-8, it says, Jacob was gone. Joseph also died. After that, a pharaoh came. A king pharaoh came. He never knew Joseph. What means what? There was a time where Joseph and Jacob was there. They found favor in the eyes of the king pharaoh. But a time came in Exodus chapter 1-8. The time came. The new pharaoh never knew about Joseph. What he did, the new pharaoh put more tasks into Israel and they become slaves of Israel. They become slaves of Pharaoh Egypt and they've been tormentized by taskmakers. And I want to tell you, the day is coming. A taskmaker is going to come. A great judgment is going to come. A great tribulation is going to come. There will be people who will rise in nation. You may have in Uganda, Zimbabwe, America, England, where Jesus' name is known. But a day is coming. There will be a ministry. There will be a government coming in your country who will not honor Jesus. That will be the sign of the end day. Take any country's name. Today, think about our country. We do not have the freedom to preach the gospel. If you go into any country, Alcohol shops are open, bars are open, discotics are open, churches are closed. What is happening? What is happening? There is a time, according to Exodus chapter 1-8, there is a time a Joseph was not known by Pharaoh. I wanted to tell you, there is a time our Joseph, Jesus, the people, the kings will rise up, governments will rise up, who will not, who will not, uh, no, no, who will not uh, honor our Joseph, Jesus. And that day, you will become slaves of these pharaohs. This kind of things happen when good people are taken away. Righteous people are taken away. But nobody thinks what is going to happen. They've been taken away from the evil that is going to come. I want to tell you, there is a judgment going to come. 
But at the same time, there is an ark that is ready to receive you. Hallelujah. Bible says, you need not to be right to come before me. But you come anytime to me, I will never cast you out. You need not do it. Jesus said, I'll come for the sinners, but not for the righteous. I want to tell you, don't wait to be neat and clean to go into the father's house. The prodigal went in a stinging way to the father's house. If the duty to clean and reinstate is the father's job, your father is waiting to reinstate you. You must have done things that is not acceptable, that is wicked, evil. But don't stay there because if you stay, there is a judgment coming. Return to your father. The way you are, come back to him. He is with an outstretched arm waiting to receive you. My son who was lost, but I found him. He was dead in, dead in trespasses, but raised with me. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. That God is waiting for you. He is calling you back, his people. The turned virgins, they went to, they went, they were sleeping. If you are today sleeping, thinking that nothing will happen, there is a danger. The ten virgin, five were active, but the five, they were, they were, they, they were lazy. They were not, they were in the church, they were waiting for the same groom, but they were lazy. But when the, the, the groom came, they went to purchase oil. And when they came, the door was closed. And I wanted to tell you, they did not get, they did not get permission to get into. If you are like that, you sleep and you are not preparing yourself, the door will be closed. Today, the door of mercy. Today, the door of grace. Today, the door of compassion. Today, the God of love is open. Very soon, this door will be closed. Very soon. Remember in, 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 in Genesis chapter 11, you know, God called Terah and his son Abraham to go into the Canaan, the promised land. But uh, what happened? The father of Abraham died, stayed in between and he died there. Chapter 11. But chapter 12, 1, immediately after the father of Abraham died, God calls Abraham and says, leave your country, leave your people, go to the place where I am showing you. Understand that. God always take out the good and righteous people. Why? So that you can move ahead. You can understand your responsibility. What I am trying to tell you is that why good men, why godly people are perishing? So that you can start what they have started. You can finish what they have started. Correct. Let me correct you. The, the, correct myself. That uh, what? Why God is taking away? If Billy Graham has gone away. You need to be the Billy Graham. That will start an evangelism. Hallelujah. You are waiting for something. Let me tell you. I like this statement. Joshua chapter 1, 2 and 3. That what is, what is God saying to Joshua? My servant, my servant, Moses died. And as I was with Moses, I will be with you. Come on somebody. 
why god is saying my servant moses died it doesn't said my prophet died my mega pastor died no he said i want to tell you one thing god chooses servants and make them leaders the the god's ministry is with servant heart here god says my servant moses and remember hello 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 who was joshua who was joshua joshua was the servant of moses understand that it is imperative it is blessing to serve your leader i'm not talking about carrying their shoes and licking their shoes and all like that no serving the lord the master serving your master means what standing with your master in prayers in fasting in visions and dreams to be part of it in an agreement with him helping him helping him in their daily growth lord sir you wait here when when moses was on the sinai mountain 40 days 40 nights joshua was waiting on the valley of that mountain waiting for him and today because joshua served his master god is saying to joshua joshua my son your master your my servant your master moses died and i am promising you one thing as i was with moses i will be with you today god is telling to some mos some joshua it could be any name you are talking about god is saying i was with your forefathers and the same way i will be with you but you need to do what joshua did what god said you will take my people into the promised land today you and me have got an assignment what is that assignment to take the lost people into the kingdom of god our job is that our job is that god wants servants god wants servants i want to tell you the need of the hour is not another pastor another mega pastor another mega prophet the need of the hour is father need of the hour is father because father keeps the nations in our heart and prays to god my ministry changed in 2002 when two servants of god from america and another one from india they laid hands on me said you are a pastor but today onwards you will be a father and that is 2002 they prophesied and said that you will become a father of nations but i never knew i said i was thinking in my heart even until i meet you people i was thinking like that how can a man from vadodara can be father of nations but uh, you know if when i limited god god is limitless he bring he brought nations to me i limited god saying how can i be father of the nation like abraham you know how can i i have children like stars and i don't have even a one son but god brought nations today i have i have spiritual children in any any in all the african countries in pakistan in afghanistan you know in malaysia in nepal in bhutan in in singapore in 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 kenya in zimbabwe uganda any name you take i mean in any name you take father son i want i want to declare to you today i don't mind you become great leaders this is something that i did in today's morning church 
if you become a great spiritual man big anointed servant of god i i will be very happy but today as a father i want to pray and declare let you receive a father's heart in your life i pray that god may grant you a brand new heart not of the leaders you may be a great leader you may be a great pastor you may be a great entrepreneur you may be a great doctor you may be a great pharmacist you may be a great it personality you may be anything but may god grant him a heart of the father that will bring nations to the father heavenly in jesus name i say that to your life boys and girls you may have a heart of the father it is it easy to become a leader it is not easy to be a father i can see even 29 years old my son married when he goes into the lowly times the first thing he comes dad can i talk to you dad i need you even at the age of 58 that's what i cry when i go through dad i need you dad i want you are your love i want your consolations i want your comfort in my life people are looking to you to be the joshua for them god is looking for some fathers i wanted to tell you i'm not asking you to rededicate yourself i did not wanted to ask that i wanted to ask you orana khabata shanda i wanted to tell you one thing stop stop owning your life hand over the ownership to your heavenly dad when we say about surrendering i told you last week last day when you surrender you list out the things that you surrender to god but when you submit to god it is not the list that is unconditionally you are giving out away all you you are not not just the work my dear children of god roman chapter 14 17 somebody will read for the kingdom of god is not food and drink but righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit oh peace and joy in the holy spirit is the kingdom of god it is not about eating and let me ask you one question why you become a christian don't be afraid of my questions don't hide away i only have four or five people in the open window everybody is close so that i cannot ask them any question so those who are open why you become a christian why you came to jesus it is for eating and drinking and clothing and education and marrying and having children or to peace joy and righteousness in the spirit of god hallelujah that is what i want it is not what i want eating and drinking it is not about the worldly and fleshly thing it can be it can it that can I, that can i get without become a christian because god provides for every people he provides for the bird that fly the he provides for the plants that is come out but i am a child of god i have to i have more than drinking and and uh, and eating or clothing it is righteousness joy and uh, in the holy spirit hallelujah let me tell you you understand the triune god three officers god the father god the son god the spirit you understand god the father was the god the father was the orchestrator of every creation god created everything the triune god created everything they jointly worked together but mankind failed then what was the role of the god the son jesus 
God the Son, Jesus' responsibility. What was his responsibility? Reconciliation of the lost children. God created Jesus Christ went away. In which generation we are living today? We are living in the generation of the Holy Spirit. What is the work of the Holy Spirit? The work of the Holy Spirit is restoration. God, the Holy Spirit, we are reconciled. We are not restored. We are reconciled as children of God, but we are still lacking the fullness of the God, God, Godhead in our life. The joy, the righteousness, the peace, the shalom is missing in our life. So today we are living in this world. Who is active now? It is not the God the Father. He is not here. Not Jesus on the face of the earth. Who is alive in the face of the earth? Who is moving? Who is hovering over the earth now? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I want to tell you today evening. I like this man, David. God says, God, David is from his own heart. God gave David a dream to build the temple. Because of the sin committed with the Bathsheba, that right was taken away and it was handed over to Solomon. Come on, somebody. And Solomon was Solomon was making water, the temple. What the Holy Spirit is making today, the temple. Who is the temple? You and me. In the Old Testament, the temple was important. In the New Testament, the temple is important. The Old Testament is was a monumental temple, a, a synagogue, a church, or a temple. But in New Testament, it is living temple. It is you and me, and the Holy Spirit is still making. And the Spirit of God says, "I am the one who lives in you, and I am greater than the one who is in this world." Hallelujah, Amen. It is ultimately about the temple. The temple need to be built. You and me, the temple should manifest the, the glory of God. We should have the we should when we, we, we should have the same, we should look like Jesus. The day when he comes, we will be like Jesus. That is what is happening, my dear children. The goal is finally temple. You are my temple. And I want to tell you, dedicate your life. I wanted to tell you, dedicate your life to fulfill the purpose of God in your life. Be a person of love who carry people in your heart. Be a person of love who carry people, the lost people in your heart. Pursue, pursue the purpose of God in your life with a godly passion. Pursue the godly purpose in your life with a godly passion. I wanted to tell you today evening. There was an Elisha after Elijah. There was a Timothy after Paul. What they did, where Elijah stopped, Elisha took over. Where Paul stopped, Timothy took over. Where Jesus stopped, disciples took over. And today, God is saying, your Elijahs are gone. Your Pauls are gone. Your Davids are gone. Your Josephs are gone. Your Jacobs are gone. Your patriarchs of this nation, this generation is gone. Maurice Sarlo is gone. I'm looking to you to take forward Maurice Sarlo's ministry. Oh, Billy Graham is gone. I want you to take over Billy Graham's ministry. God is expecting, God is looking for his body to be responsible to arise and shine.
God is looking that his body, his children, his disciples to, his children to arise and shine. And what for? To bring the lost. Carry the lost in your heart. Keep on meditating, interceding for the lost in your heart. Don't waste your time for intellectual answers. Drinking is good or eating meat is good or not. These kind of questions, it's a waste of time. What you like to drink, you drink. What you like to wear, you wear. Well, and God is the judge. But always be, always be careful that whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever lifestyles you live, you may not be a stumbling block to somebody's faith. But what you need to carry? You need to carry in your heart the lost souls. Lord, I came to India. I came to Africa. I came to Kenya. I went to Canada. Oh Lord, I pray, I carry the lost of this country and I intercede for them. God want you to be a man of his own heart. I want to tell you, man of his own heart. When I say you, you will be surprised. When I it was surprised when my mentors told me this thing. What do you know? If you can read into Psalm 22, the Psalm 22 is a place where the most of Jesus uh, agony, agony gets summoned to crucifixion. It is uh, properly told. And you will understand what was the relation of David with God. You understand what David said in Psalm 22 is the most of the words that Jesus spoke on the cross. That was the deepest connection with God. And what is God is looking for? People to walk with him and talk with him. God is not looking for a, a performance worship. God is not looking for a mega crusade to draw people and show the power and the strength of Christianity. God is looking for who? God is looking for people who will walk with him, talk with him. When I say when you walk with him, Bible says two cannot walk with without agreement. If you walk with your wife, you will definitely talk. Whether you are in love or in hate, even if you hate, there will be some quarrel, but you will talk. Understand that. Understand that. So God is looking for a Matthew to stand and talk to God. God is looking to for a Joshua to talk with God. God is looking for a Karen to talk with, walk with God so that God can talk to. Today, God is looking for you, my dear children. Noah walked with God. Enoch walked with God. Abraham talked with God. God spoke to Moses like a friend. That dedication we need to have. What we need to we do when we come for prayer, when we come for prayer, we pray for our needs, but we do not want it to become what God wanted us to be. Ho, 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 ho. I want you to ponder into these verses. Are you ready to be a man submitted to God, to walk with him, to talk with him? Be a man, a, be a woman in Christ. It is not just doing charity or gift. It is all about God is looking. God become favorable to Noah because he walked with. I challenge my young children. May God bless you with great, great things. Like Noah, there was he's a just man, generous man. But the last one was what? He walked with God. The disciples were known saying that, hey, these are the fishermen of Galilee. But they were recognized by saying, hey, they were with Jesus. Am I talking to somebody this evening? Your forefathers are lifted up. Some of you, you lost your father. 
passed away recently in pandemic or recently what you need to do don't stop there what your father not able to complete begin it there and finish it what your mother could not finish it you finish it that is the same thing that god is expecting what your forefathers bill graham miles monroe then uh, all other servants of god do passed away oral roberts they all finished fought a good race they run a good race fought a good fight they finished but it is they finished their race but the race of god is still on you need to be that person it is like a, a relay baton one baton four people run 400 into 100 relay if you are an athlete you know that you need to change the baton this is only i tell you i wanted to tell you the baton need to be changed a legacy need to be changed you need to have the god of this generation in your heart so that you have something to give to the generation that you are living living are you ready to be a man who will be willing to walk with god you will be ridiculed like most noah was ridiculed by people you will be all alone nobody will be there to look to you nobody will be there who will understand you but there is god in your side and the bible says if god is for me who can be against me be a man of god be a woman of god who walk with god and talk to him so that he can listen to you and listen to him when he talk to you god is looking for that when god created adam and eve adam and all the eden nothing was happening there but one thing beautifully written there in the evening god used to come and walk with adam that is the same thing god is expecting today your degree matters your position matters your qualification matters your intellects intellectual philosophical thought matters but that all finishes here but one thing that lives for eternity is this lawrence stewart walked with god roy philip walked with god charles dissusa walked with god take any name pamela or cristalia or Lord, blessing or margaret or any name i say linda or karen or ronald any name any name you are the greatest achievement would be this this man walked with god do you expect that qualification that and that recognition to come in your life let me ask you to close your eyes and surrender your life to god say god i do not want it to be just a man of god but i want me to to walk with you daily basis i do not want it to make my prayer life a routine boring intellectual definition filled words of words but i wanted to humble before you i wanted to walk with you like jesus walked with the two disciples in the in dumas lord like that lord i want you to walk with me. like noah walked with you like enoch walked with you i want to walk with you there may be times where i am not right there may be times that i will be all alone but i want to walk with you i wanted to obey you it's i understood today it is not about me it is all about you jesus you obeyed even unto death on the cross your father it was not about you that time it was obedience to the father today i want to obey you 
today I want to give my life to you. I wanted to be a man, a woman who will walk with you. Create in me a clean heart and a steadfast spirit in me. A contrite spirit. Good people are taken away. Righteous men of God were taken away. Merciful people are taken away from the troubles to come. I thank you that the judgment is coming. But in Jesus, that ark of God, I am safe. Christ in me is the hope of glory. I pray that Christ, you be in me and you remain the hope of glory so that God, I could give, I could show Christ the world may have hope in the hopeless situation. Father, I pray for each one of my children. Let them have the Father's heart. They may walk with you. They may listen to you. They may obey you. Give them a steadfast spirit. Let your word be a lamp and light with them. Holy Spirit of God, hover over them. Take out all those sharp edges. Shape out all the things that is not right. Take it out, O oh God. And make them a vessel of your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you.